Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Friday. First with yesterday's news, I am Glenn ZB. We're looking back at Thursday. Uh, can we fix the gangs? Should we fix the gangs? How do we fix the gangs? Uh, is fiddling with search warrants the way to do it, maybe? Um, speaking of fixing things, uh, people who fix their mortgages might have some bad news shortly. And we've got a bit of bridge talk on Marcus Lush Nights. But before any of that, uh, the $6 million Ram Raid package. So is that a lot of bollards or not that many? How many shops will you cut out with $6 million? Uh, we're looking at 500. Uh, the reason we are looking at that number is we're wanting to support the most vulnerable and those who have had uh, previous victimisations. Uh, 500 in what parts of the country? Uh, Auckland, uh, Waikato, Wellington, Christchurch, other areas um, as the police see fit. Uh, it's over to them to make those assessments and decide where uh, the security measures will go in place. How do they qualify? Um, uh, uh, Matt Tierney, who is from the Retail Investigation Support Unit, uh, will look at um, those who are most vulnerable, those who may not be able to put these measures in without assistance through this package. Um, and it will be really about those who've had previous victimisation, whether that's through burglaries or other incidents um, of, of this nature. So by previous victimisations, do you mean that have been ram-raided? Possibly all other things may have happened to them in terms of retail crime. Uh, so where they, it looks as though they are vulnerable, um, they could uh, use this package because they can't um, necessarily do this for themselves, mm. and where they've had incidents in the past. And then what happens after 500? Well, we're looking at the most vulnerable. Uh, Greg Harford, who was at the announcement with us today, he's from Retail NZ, made a really useful point, and that is Retail NZ have got lots of information for all retailers about how they can keep themselves safe and some prevention measures that they can take. There you go. So uh, bollards for some people and pamphlets for everybody else, by the sounds of things. Uh, that's that problem solved. Uh, moving on, let's uh, fix this gang issue. And you know, I don't blame the police because we know from many who've contacted us how infuriated they are that their hands are tied. They're so bogged down in bureaucracy, they can't even act if they wanted to. They've got all these administrative hurdles and rules to jump through and investigative and community work and allowances made to be sensitive to circumstances. But very little action. You know, that's all words and concern and meetings. It's all who we know Dewey. And it is top-down, of course, and a head-in-the-sand approach from a government who refuses to accept that it's soft on crime doesn't help. It doesn't help us and it doesn't help them. They can't spin their way out of this one. Cuddles Cost has given an overarching impression that police will turn a blind eye. Certainly the recalcitrant Ram Raiders know that. I mean, two of the teens quoted recently in the paper on why they repeatedly Ram Raid said it's because they know the cops will do nothing. Charming. I don't doubt it's a sentiment shared by the gangs, too who've been emboldened by this government and who bank on its lack of action. And don't even get me started on the types of guns used, high-powered rifles. So a perfect storm of terrifying high-powered weapons, brazen gang members, a slow-to-act government soft on crime. What a mess. And worse, what a crying shame it's been allowed to get this far. Hawksby. I mean, we all saw it, didn't we? You see it, you see it unfolding, you see it, you give them an inch... I mean, honestly, have these people never raised teenagers, for goodness sake? Uh, okay, so it sounds like we haven't quite solved the gang issue then. 
Um, National suggesting, of course, that we just don't need warrants anymore when dealing with gangs to go in and search and seize. That that's going to fix everything. I mean, presumably as well, uh, uh, if we can just um, shoot anybody who looks a bit like a gang member in the head, that'll solve everything as well. Have I, have I gone too far there? Sounds like a bit of a hot discussion with Cy and James yesterday. I just actually Googled how long does it take to get a police warrant in this country. How long is it? Well, they say, and this is from lawyers.com, it, it can take seconds under extremely special circumstances, but it would normally take at least a few hours. Well, what's the problem with that? So well, why would we need warrantless search warrant uh, searches? Well, I think it's not a bad idea, the element of surprise. Otherwise, they could maybe if they've got wind of the raid, they could move them out of that particular property. I, th- I think it's a good idea. What's your problem with it? Do you think it'll be abused? Well, you can get a warrant within seconds or within hours. How hard is it to get a warrant? Not that hard. So just get a warrant well, and do it. Well, they're saying it would at least normally take several hours. So it could yeah. take long. It could take a weekend. So... Plan ahead. What's your I mean, problem, though, with it? Why do you, do you what? Because then they can bust in anywhere, anytime. That's the whole point of a warrant, isn't it? I know, but well, they'd have to have a very strong suspicion there was some unsavoury action or behaviour going on. They'd have to have a very strong lead, and I trust them on that. But you don't? It's not a matter of not trusting them. I'm just saying, why don't you, they go through the process of getting a warrant? Well, Because it takes, as we've just said, either seconds or hours and they, they, they can wait that long, surely. Clearly there's a need for it. At least National thinks so, and so do ACT. You might expect that. I would argue that, you know, desperate times, desperate measures. The gun violence has got really out of whack for this country. When you look at what's happened recently with these gangs, we know it's on the increase. Policemen uh, and women are being attacked now by guns more than ever before. So the time is now. Yeah, I mean, Simon makes a good point. Um... And like I say, we should just be able to uh, probably burn gang headquarters down. Um, if, well, I mean, even if we just think that they might be gang headquarters, just perhaps attack it with missiles. Um, run people off the road if we think they might be in a gang. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. That'd be fine, eh? Oh, Glenn ZB, you're taking things too far, aren't you? Sorry, sorry. Uh, Let's talk about something far more interesting, mortgage rates. Things are getting tough. And how are you going to cope? If you are looking at buying a first home, are you holding off because you're choosing to? You're just looking at the circumstances around the world and in this country. You're looking at the news headlines. You're thinking, I'll just wait a bit. Or are you holding off because with the new interest rates, with the new deposit requirements, you don't think you'd be able to service that loan? And for those who already have mortgages, as the Reserve Bank hunts down inflation and raises the cash rate, the interest rate, the mortgage rate, do you have the wriggle room to get through this rocky patch. It'll probably be two years, I'd imagine, two to three years. It, that's what it generally is. Do you have the ability and the willingness to tighten your belt? I am a little concerned. I'm a bit worried that I, we're going to get to a point where I won't be able to afford cheese. 
It's going to come between cheese, melting cheese on things, and paying the mortgage. Um, and I don't know. I actually don't know how I'm going to make that call. Just perfectly honest, I think I'm going to lean towards the cheese. Um, how did you lose your house? Well, I just had to keep melting cheese on things. A warp sense of priorities there. Uh, we're going to finish up with a bit of bridge talk. Who doesn't like talking about bridges? Well, not Marcus. He loves talking about bridges. Have you ever been over the longest bridge in New Zealand? The Rakaia, yes. Yeah. Many so I times. The news. I mean, I saw something on the news today about a flood that's been on, and that a bridge got damaged down in Ashburton. Yep. And... Um, I'd just hate for that to happen to the longest bridge in Christchurch as well, or in New Zealand, sorry. Because once you, when you go over it, it's quite an experience. So. Oh, it's life changing because you hold your breath. A lot of people hold their breath, of course, because it's a fun thing to do. Have you done it? Oh, many a time. It's hard work. You, a lot of the time, your breath's gone, and you're just there, like what? What's that called when you're out of breath and just waiting to get off the bridge to breathe again? Yeah, it's hard to enforce to see. It's hard to see if family members are cheating as well because you can't actually tell. You got to be. It's got to be based on honesty. It does, doesn't it? That's why you just pinch their nose. And... Yeah, or yeah, yeah, I don't know what you do. Um, the thing about the rakaia yeah. though is most of it's not river; it's just gravel. Yeah, that's true. But a big rainfall. Oh, I mentioned all those logs because all those logs would come in and just bash those concrete buttresses. Next thing you know, you got to cut, you know. Yeah, something like that. Eh? It's weird, isn't it? The whole hold your breath as you go through the tunnel, go over the bridge thing. How did that start? Also, I don't think it's a good idea. I feel like it's, it doesn't promote safe driving practices. Is this the kind of thing that they're setting up the secret camera program for? To see if they can catch people holding their breath and pinching other people's noses while they're driving? I mean, if you hold your breath for long enough, you're going to pass out. And the last place you want to be passing out while driving is on a bridge or in a tunnel, I would have thought. Just think about that, people. Let's just keep it to honking, shall we? I'm Glenn ZB. Uh, that has been News Talk ZB for Friday for the week. We'll be back with a weekend edition on Monday, but don't hold your breath.